0: welcoming you to another episode of Vet Chat, the UK's number one veterinary podcast. Uh, I really love LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great way of meeting new friends. Uh, We've had new speakers uh, through LinkedIn and it's a really useful platform. And obviously I have a real interest in sustainability. And going through LinkedIn probably a few months ago, I spotted this guy called Mike Curran, who is the chief executive of Excel Vets in Ireland, a related but not joined together with Excel Vets in the UK? And um, we we met up on LinkedIn and we've had a few chats since. And I've been really inspired by some of the fantastic things that Mike is um, facilitating in Ireland as the CEO of the Excel uh, Vets in Ireland. So I was really keen to get him on to come and talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is our whole area of sustainability and how we as vets can be seen as part of the solution rather than part of the problem. Mike was telling me about one of his uh, vets in one of the practices, one of the Excel vet practices called Kieran Devani, who is also on the line today. who has been doing amazing work at his practice. As he says, it's all teamwork. It's not just him, but doing some really amazing work there. So, uh, just like to welcome you both to the podcast and thank you so much for giving up your time to uh, speak to me about one of my favourite topics.
1: Thanks Anthony, thank you. Thanks Anthony.
0: I think it's really interesting with this, What one of the things I loved about um, chatting to you Mike, apart from your love of Liverpool FC as well, which we'll park to one side for the moment, but it was also that um, desire just to get on and do things and you've already been doing things. I've had pleasure of reading your sustainability report which is amazing and also I think is acting as a real uh, catalyst for change almost at government level because of some of the fantastic work you've been doing perhaps you can tell us a little bit about that sustainability report.
2: I suppose the origin came from uh, the question what is sustainability Uh, and, and what can we do about it so We've had a, a lot of speakers that we've met in person, we've seen online and everybody's given us the national picture and the international picture and globally what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, where we're in trouble. And and it all felt very vast and huge. And how can we make a difference? And do we really matter? And um, Somebody else is going to deal with it. And then dialogue between our own members, um, the team in the office, uh suppliers organizations that we work closely with everybody said the same thing we got to be more sustainable we got to do the right thing and my question back to everybody was well explain sustainability to me and and actually this is what tripped up a lot of people they fully couldn't clearly understand what sustainability actually meant and, and to that point then what can we do about it we all know the climate's in a in a troubled way we all know if we don't change it's going to be in a worse way so from that conversation we worked with a few focus groups to start to understand well, okay, well, let's go and research out there in Ireland what is in academia, what is out there in veterinary regarding sustainability. How do we take a greener approach? The Most of the dialogue back was the biggest effect the vets have is on herd health emissions, herd emissions. So to affect that, a healthier herd would be more productive with less emissions. But uh, again, to do that, Well, we got to live and breathe it ourselves. What are we doing in our own homes? What are we doing in the four walls of our practices, our offices? And again, next step on that was actually to identify is there anybody in Ireland doing it? And the answer was no. So we had a choice we wait around for someone to tell us what to do, uh, regulation to come in and force us to do it, or let's begin a journey ourselves. So our journey simply began with understanding that we are not sustainability experts. Um, There's other people that work on energy and audits of businesses and enterprises better than us, and let's go find them. We began a tender process of uh, seven companies, and we whittled down to one. Uh, we selected a, a company in Ireland called Ecomerit, and Ecomerit specialize in SMEs, ideal for veterinary, um, and where they'll come in for six months, heavily audit the business, and come out with a report um, on all of the things that the business can do to improve it's Mm. detailed it's measured we have the carbon output of the business Mm. um and from that to gain a certification we sign up to a five-year agreement independently auditable every year to ensure that we're doing what we said we're going to do and for us the primary reason is that we surpass our 2030 emission reduction targets hopefully two years earlier than that Mm. so Sounded like a great idea, and we in Excel vets in the office said, well, if we're going to look to our members to do it, we got to do this ourselves first. We went through the journey. We road-tested the organization ourselves and e-commerce, and actually came out of that with a certification we're very proud of. And we have just completed our year one audit, and we're ahead of where we need to be. So we've made changes to make our business, the works we do, more efficient, with less emissions,
0: and I know Kieran has then been involved in the next pilot stage, which is I think there's four or five centres that Excel Vets are involved with. Kieran's in Kilkenny has now also passed that this Eco Mark as well has the Eco merits That was
2: exactly it. it said the next phase was actually to to recruit interested member businesses, and we would subsidise it with government funding. And um, there would be minimum cost to our, the first, the early adopters, and really yep. get them on board and start creating a message around what veterinary can do and get people excited about it. And, and Kieran's practice was one of our initial early adopters and subsequently the first veterinary practice in Ireland to have any commercial certification.
0: Fantastic. Kieran, tell us maybe a little bit about the journey and um, what have been some of the measures that you've put in place to actually start to reduce your emissions, obviously you're also a mixed practice. So presumably you're also beginning to start talking to farmers about that journey and they're perhaps asking you questions, seeing what you've been getting up to. Yeah, so I suppose, like Mike says, um, when everybody some mentions
1: sustainability or the environment, like we, we're all aware of the challenges that the world is facing. So like everybody else, we wanted to play our part. So the issue there was never an issue among the team of wanting to be involved in this project. Um, I suppose what, what every practice needs, or every small business, they definitely need somebody to drive that on. So our, our practice manager, uh, Ashling Raggett, would be would have been the main driver behind the, the whole project. So once the team decided that this was something we'd like to pursue, Ashling was really the person who kicked that on and and, and saw it through to completion. Um, so we, we had a we had a, an audit where we the. They, um, They looked at our environmental performance and practices within the the practice as a whole. And that audit kind of fed back. And it showed that, I suppose, 25% of our carbon output was coming from electricity usage. And that was across three premises. Um, But 75% of our carbon footprint came from, our carbon footprint was about uh, 63,500 tons. And 75% of that came from running practice vehicles. Um, Mm. So... Uh, practice owned vehicles and vehicles owned by staff members going to and from calls, the nature of our business being, you know, um, I suppose, um, providing out of hours cover, covering large distances, all that adds to the cost. That was quite surprising to us. Um, and I suppose initially it was probably a bit daunting. We're, we're wondering, you know, how do we how do we tackle that? But the way that they the audit were structured um, and the feedback we got was really useful. Um, we, we were given goals that were attainable initially uh, and, and some things like, you know, um, I suppose we, we put in uh, sensors in most of the the um, practice rooms, in, in consult rooms, in the pharmacy um, that would come on and off that that added savings. We we had a water cooler um, where we, we all used um, disposable plastic cups. We got rid of those straight away. Um, We had looked at um, putting in maybe solar panels and that was something we'd been toying with for a while, Um, but uh, that was recommended that we pursue that straight away. And we did, Um, we looked, uh, we got an an assessment of insulation in the building. We had just uh, um, developed one of the buildings and refurbished it a few years earlier and put in a a system for um, air conditioning. And we were advised that we didn't really need to have that running as we had it running all, all the time. That we could just have it have an airflow system running through that. So that reduced reduced the energy there by thirty five percent. And again, just simple things like like timers of radiators in the heating systems, hmm. um, putting those on timers so that they come on off peak. Um, uh, the nurses and and. Um, kennel staff here, rather than using the dryer and the washing machine during the day, now they're used at off peak times as well. And all this has led to like a, a reduction of about 28% um, of our electricity usage and bills o- over the last year since, since we started. So that's, that's been a, a huge benefit
0: overall. Which is really massive. I think, you know, when I talk about this, the first thing is you have to measure things because if you don't measure, you don't know how you're doing. So it's fantastic that you've been able to see in that short time 28% reduction because <clears throat> we you know we have to probably reduce our carbon by about 50% in the next 10, 10 years. That sounds like a lot, whereas 5% every year is much more attainable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And obviously you get those easy low-hanging fruits, which right? is the... Uh, you know, the sensors to cut lights off, to actually put things on timers, etc., that's it. even things like just recycling like we had the
1: recycling bins there but we labeled them correctly and and again because it became a topic that people were discussing in the practice that kind of encourages everybody on and, and people are more ac- are more willing to comply and discuss what we're doing and then yeah. people start seeing cheapers, you know the, the the drugs that arrive how they're packaged there's so much packaging there now obviously it's being recycled but if we could reduce that as well and i think mike yeah. and excel vets are involved in, in speaking to the supply companies about reducing the amount of packaging that comes through. I think that's a good
2: expensive. point. Yeah, And uh, there's many other projects coming from this, this initial white paper, and that was one of them, an immediate action by companies. I think the bane of uh, a lot of our veterinary practices is cardboard and, um, you know, outers with outers with outers. And actually, we're pushing back on suppliers and ensuring we don't need that. If we order fluids by this volume, you can come in the container and that's it. But getting back to Kieran, Kieran and his journey through it, definitely one of the differences of this audit system and the reason we selected is the minutiae of detail they go into in practices. Even in yeah. our office, they took our bins out the back and went through everything that was in it, and actually went through it. Kieran's laughing because they went through the very same. And you know, uh, talking about uh, seal, resealing windows anywhere they felt a draft, uh, excessive use of water, every minutia of energy saving possible. And for our office here next, of it's in Ireland, we don't have a huge property, but we ended up with over two and a half pages of work tasks that can be done over the coming five years. In other words, there's lots of early, easy adopters, hanging fruit that you'd mentioned, but then there's other works that can be done. And they can be done over slowly, over time, and they all have an effect. And that's the difference. It's not direction going, you need to have your installation looked at, or you should check your water. Your water flow is X, reduce it by Y. It actually tells us what to do to do it. And that's the big difference.
0: But actually, what makes it even more compelling now, you know, I put solar panels on my roof 14 years ago because I just felt it was the right thing to do. But now it's becoming economically sensible to do it. So if you've managed to save 28 percent on your Alecki bills, as we say in Liverpool, Kieran, that's been a massive saving in cash as well, hasn't it?
1: It has. And and again, that's, you know, we are a business at the end of the day, we're a small business. So, so if we're going to invest time and effort in obviously doing something that's, that's morally right from an environmental point of view, as a small business, we need to see a return. So that, that's been a huge benefit that we can see straight away, but again, like our largest, uh, the largest part of our carbon footprint is our vehicle fleet. So again, we, we installed 12 solar panels on our roof this year. Um, but our roof can take more. So if we are moving towards more of an electric fleet, that's something that we can look into um, utilizing in the future as well. So there's lots of things that, I suppose there's lots of food for thought there and lots of um, ideas that we got from the report. And like Mike says, some really valuable, small little low hanging fruit that you can initiate straight away, but then other topics that challenge you and make you think, well, Jeepers, that's something we could do down the line. And that's something that we can, I suppose, might not be achievable straight away, but something we should certainly think about. So one of our partners, um, he will, he's next to you to change his car and he's going to get an electric vehicle. So he's going to be the, the guinea pig for the practice, um, initially anyway.
0: And this is the other thing, you know, we know that that's a big capital cost. You've probably got, you know, a lot of cars within the business. If you try and change them all at once, that is exorbitantly expensive. But if you can do it over three to four years... Again, you're seeing those carbon reductions each year by taking those cars on. It's not something, I think, as as we've all said, some people think, oh, where do we start? It is taking those small steps, isn't it? And, you know, to get one EV car in, to test it. Mm-hmm. There is often with EV cars this range anxiety that people talk about, which is actually becoming more or less and less of a problem because, of course, a lot of these cars will do, Three or four hundred miles in a day, which even the busiest large animal vet is unlikely to be doing that sort of distance every day. And this is where you'll almost need to see how much mileage do you do on a daily basis, and is this something that you need to worry about, about, or in fact, it's something that you you know you're worrying about unnecessarily. And, and that that's is part
1: of, sorry, sorry,
0: well, my a
2: a a next stage project of ours is actually to. And get a group of vets mixed practice large animal and assess their actual mileage because there is range anxiety I moved to an EV six months ago I had range anxiety when I got into it and for the first six weeks of using it but I wouldn't go back now and um, subsequently and like I previously mentioned I have my uh, solar panels been installed just before Christmas so I mean I'm taking the full move into that but we are going to look at vets and actually showcase there are going to be odd oh, You know nuances in that and and certain vets that have a wide range area and it might be more difficult but we do know with the improvements of technology like toyota have have announced a new battery audi have a new battery new toyota is 1150 kilometers with a super fast full charge within 10 minutes it's phenomenal the 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 rapid pace on it Uh, primarily first question comes back for me from vets is um does it tow a horse box and yeah. the answer is yes, uh, yeah. my own vehicle takes 1.8 ton. So it is achievable. So what we have to do, we all kind of know what we have to do, but it really helps if certainly from our point in Excel, that's in Ireland, is to assess, yes, this is a, um, a route that we can go down and actually create a case study and the rationale of why you would do it or not do it and just present the case. But we can see there's more and more has a lot more yeses, and certainly um, a lot more opportunity to progress veterinary in Ireland
1: as as part of our environmental management system we have to track fuel usage of vehicles and distance traveled so ashling has been monitoring all of that and and again it's led to how we manage the practice a little differently so rather than somebody heading off on a call and then taking another call in a different area we try to assign vets now to particular areas they they stay within that area and it reduces look you're always going to have your your blue light calls where somebody has to tear off and do something but if you can keep a, a vet in a geographical area and again when we're booking in work we try to do the same thing keep people in a particular area so they're not
0: having to drive more than they need to Sometimes it's just spending a bit of time to think about workflow and you can get really great efficiencies that way, can't you? Yeah. yeah. This is um, really good. And I know that with the solar panels, you were getting some grand soft government. So I think where we see that governments can help, businesses can help, but individuals as well, if we all work together, we achieve it quicker. But I think the corollary of that is, you know, in the UK, The government's taken a bit of a backward step in some areas on the environment. That shouldn't mean that we sort of say, well, you know, they're not doing it. We don't need to do it. I think as individuals, we still have a responsibility. As businesses, we have a corporate responsibility because we can't wait necessarily for government because government historically seem to move quite slowly, don't they? Mm -hmm. They do, and
2: there's there's challenges in that. Certainly in Ireland, look, there's great opportunities with grants and subsidies available. Um, Mm. There is an encouragement to get solar at home with no VAT. Um, There's grants available for homeowners, which is fantastic. That's one of the reasons I'm going after it. But there's also similar for businesses in Ireland. Um, And that's because we need more and more early adopters to come on board, okay? There are really good business reasons why we should be doing this, as well as, The the knowledge that we're doing the right thing. Actually, a little nugget of one of the reasons why we started this whole project. And we were talking about that word sustainability, people not understanding it. But actually, it was more and more vets coming up to me and saying, Mike, I think we should do something. My kids keep coming home from school and asking, Dad, Mom, what are we doing about it? And, And it was brilliant to see that upward pressure. Coming yeah. from kids at home, they're learning at school, they're doing the right thing at school, but what's happening at home, what's happening in the business? So it was really interesting Um, some of the, our vet uh, business owners come in with that query. But subsequently, for a business point of view, yes, there are commercial opportunities uh, and value to, to going after this, um, certainly from a cost reduction, because what we do know is energy is only going to go one way, which is upwards. Yeah. Absolutely. It is and it's actually cost.
0: quite nice to have solar panels. I put um, batteries in this year and to see that my bill has gone down and down and down and I'm not paying for, let's face it, some of the energy companies have been greedy, uh, certainly in the UK over the last year or so. So to be able to take control of your own energy is, is actually quite empowering, isn't it, for the individual and for the company?
2: Look, it certainly is, and, and from a business point, anything that we can help with cost reduction as well as doing the right thing is going to be more sustainable for any business no matter what are the pressure points. But definitely another key factor is in the recruitment, retention of vets within the veterinary industry. And more and more vets are coming out and they want to work with the businesses doing the right thing. And yeah. we know that's a key factor in that members are coming to us and they want to know our, you know, our practices in Excel Vet member practice and what they're doing about it so are they taking a greener approach and and that is part of our recruitment now so again our interest is we have three members five clinics gone through and we're looking for more and more to join this journey on us and it would be great if we had three to five every year and suddenly we get through it in the next few years
0: bva did a survey and they showed that 89 percent of vets and vet nurses are interested in sustainability we do our sustainability Summits as part of our virtual Congress. I did it for the first time two years ago and I was a bit worried that I might have one man and his dog there on a Tuesday afternoon with me. Uh, the good thing about webinars is nobody knows how many people are in the room, but there were 300. This this year we had 450 at a similar you know afternoon time. So the appetite is definitely there. I think it's great that people are seeing the problem. They're beginning to discern how to deal with it but actually it's great to see people like you Kieran and Mike actually taking action because it's very easy for this to be a talk shop and one of the other things that we're doing is we've got the veterinary green discussion forum which I know you're going to be joining us this year Mike in down in London well next June and the key for that is to be going each year till 2030 but to really encourage businesses some of whom Quite big businesses don't seem to be making a lot of progress at the moment, but learning from each other, being encouraged. And in some ways, if you see somebody doing this and you fear that being left behind, however it happens, I don't mind as long as we start moving and beginning to decarbonise, looking at biodiversity, which is really important as well. And as Kieran, you were saying, having people scrutinising your bins is, is not a bad thing no no no
1: and and like while that audit, uh, i suppose mike emphasized this it was really in depth you know they they looked at absolutely everything in the building in our cars how we utilized everything but Mm. but the report we got back was so useful it was easily understood it was plain it was laid out and the action points were so useful because it gives you a direction of travel and you know once once again i suppose every practice or every small business is going to need somebody that's hugely hugely passionate maybe to drive it on because we can all become a little bit. I suppose complacent and lax after a while, and we've been very lucky here with Ashling that she's really she's really kept us all on the straight and narrow when it comes to that. And she, you know, she the the, the management system whereby we're reviewing our process, our progress annually. She's monitoring all that all the time and, and looking to see how we can improve and what differences and small changes we can make all the time. And that that adds enthusiasm among the team as well. You know, because there's somebody there that's enthusiastic, that becomes infectious across the team.
0: I think it's it's great what you're doing, but perhaps what are three tips that perhaps each of you would give to a practice that's maybe looking at this at the moment, doesn't know where to start, um, what are the sort of three easy tips that would make a massive difference for them, um, and how do you just, does this need to be top down, or does it need to be bottom up, or does it need to be a bit of both to make sure that it works effectively? Props, uh, Kieran. You first.
1: I suppose within the practice, uh, there's no. It it can come top down, but really, the whole team have to decide that this is the direction of travel you want to go in. And Mm. um, I think most people would buy into that now. Most in there was no resistance in our practice here. I say everybody wants to make a contribution, but like Mike says, sometimes we just don't know where to start. Mm. Um, So So, the very fact that XL Vets facilitated that—that they put us on the road, they got us. Um, they got it set up with Ecomerit, they got the, the audit put in place. Um, that was a huge help because that was the start. So it does help if you've got somebody offering something. Um, it, you If you want to make small changes, you can look at your energy usage. You can start monitoring that. You can look at things like like sensors in rooms. You can look at putting your radiators and timers. And they're all things that were fed in. But initial, I think that, that initial audit was really useful. And, and that really came from Excel Vets and, and Mike's, Mike's drive and and his, his ambition there to, to move um, Excel Vets in that direction. So the measurement
0: is really important. And just as an aside, Vets Sustain in the UK have created a carbon calculator. So some practices may not want to put loads of money into a professional audit as, as you've done, Mike. There are some tools out there that will give them a ballpark figure that at least gets them started. But I think my worry is that we get too obsessed with carbon and we don't do enough then on the reduce reduce reuse recycle and obviously biodiversity as well and we similarly are an investors in the environment green business which is their highest mark and the the reason i like that uh, particular um, assessment tool is that it does look at everything in a holistic way because if you just look at carbon, if we just decide to plant trees, you know, in the wrong places and that affects biodiversity, that's not good either. So thanks so much, Kieran. That's brilliant on the measurement. Mike, maybe one or two from you.
2: Yeah, I, I probably look in, in threefold. Certainly the primary one is cultural. Um, mm. You have to want to do this for the right reasons. If yeah. you go down this journey, cause you feel you have to, you're not going to do it right. And it yeah. has to be the whole team. You need the buy-in from everyone. So uh, if you're the business owner, or business principal, and you believe that the team aren't with you, it's not going to work. And likewise, if the team wants to do it and you're not behind them. So culture is really important. Go do it. The next thing is the things that we need to go do. And I would say is nothing is too small. No change is too small. Because the more small change you do, the more you normalize it within yeah. the practice. Okay. And the final one then is uh, measure it. You know, uh, reduce it, uh, report on it, and, and and know that you're making a difference. And again, it comes from that uh, change to being new and a good thing to do to be normal. This is how what we do in veterinary.
0: Hmm. You know, obviously, we met up on LinkedIn, Mike, and we've um, developed a friendship around sustainability, around football as well. I, maybe I should ask the question at this point, Kieran, are you a red or are you a red or are you not um, interested in football I, I, I'm going to pass I'm going to pass on that <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if we, we maybe find out later but mm-hmm. uh, it's really inspiring what you are both doing I think it's just so important that everybody does pitch in on this uh, as I say our little our target is to have 300 practices with solar panels on the roof I'm perhaps going to try and half nick your your one Mike so we're, we're slowly uh, taking that down I've got my own uh, practice building that I rent to one of the corporates in the UK, which I'm trying to get them to allow me to put solar on. We we just do need to move um, quickly because I think it was Kate Brandt, who's the chief sustainability officer at Google, said this is the decisive decade. If we wait 10 years and do this in 10 years' time, in some ways there's no point in doing it. So I'd uh, just encourage you to carry on in the fantastic uh, environment
2: and I there's certainly a lot more. I mean, we had a fantastic conference back in January in Ireland. And we had Rachel Hayton over from Vetsalus of Vetsustain. Yeah. And, and Rachel presented and she was blown away. This was a, a conference with a freeze weather warning. And we would a full room of 180 stakeholders from all of veterinary, farming, agriculture, government. Yeah. It was a fantastic event. We've just completed another one. We're working uh, with Excel Vets in the UK, Vetsustain and Vetsalus and we're looking for more collaborative approaches. This isn't insular about me and I, this is about all of us. So just to your point, we're not going to wait around. We are going to make a difference and a change. Um, you know what? We had 5% of members, 10% we'll get to, then it's going to be 15 and 20, and we will get to that early adopter to new and should do to normality. And that's really the goal here.
0: And as you say, it is, an advantage, a competitive advantage, both economically, but also people want to work for companies who seem to give us stuff about stuff. And this is an important area to give us stuff about.
1: Absolutely. But as
0: a small business owner,
1: it has been like economically beneficial to us to be part of this yes. as well. You know, a twenty eight percent reduction in your electricity usage in a year is not anything to be sniffed at, I don't think.
0: Not with the way that uh, electricity and gas was going up in the last uh, mm-hmm. 12 years. 24 months so uh, Kieran again it's great to hear people on the ground doing it and doing it practically Uh, we have a online business obviously it's much easier for us to look at some of these areas you know a veterinary practice is a complex business so the numbers that you're doing in the first year are hugely uh, inspiring for me as well so thanks for all that you're doing thank you Anthony Thanks, both of you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, Do reach out. um, Kieran and and Mike, I'm sure, would be happy to to answer questions. We've got lots of resources on the website as well. I think, as Nike would say, just do it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.